to the Badass Breastfeeding Podcast. This is Diane, your lactation consultant. And this is Abby, the Badass Breastfeeder. And today's episode is brought to you by Fairhaven Health. The Milkies Softies Nursing Pads are three pairs of soft, absorbent, and reusable nursing pads to protect against leaks. And today's episode is also brought to you by Cake Maternity. Cake Maternity stocks one of the largest ranges of maternity and nursing bras. And we will hear hear more from our sponsors later. Um, But you can go to badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com and check out our sponsor page. If you need anything, check there and see if you can give them any of your business because they make this podcast possible. And while you're there, you can scroll down and enter your email address and you'll get our episodes sent straight to your inbox every week. And now Diane has our review of the week. And it's a little bit of a different review this week. Um, I was exci- I was kind of excited about it. So this is from somebody who wanted to remain nameless. And I got it via uh, our email. So badassbreastfeedingpodcast at gmail.com. Of course, you can always leave our reviews on iTunes. That helps the podcast a ton. And we get all of those too. I look at them all the time. So don't ever think that like because it didn't show up on here or something that I didn't see it. because we No, do iTunes them. is like preferable. Yeah, iTunes is definitely unless preferable. Unless you want it anonymous or something like that. Yeah. But iTunes, like it helps the podcast like pop up more in people's like searches and stuff like the more reviews it has or something yeah, like that I heard. You know, the whole world is connected to google somehow right exactly so this is um like i said this comes from somebody who said that she was remaining nameless i've been listening to your show for a couple of months and have learned so much thank you for everything just thought i'd share a resource that has been super helpful to me Oklahoma has a free breastfeeding hotline staffed entirely by IBCLCs, and you don't have to be from or in Oklahoma to call. You may already be aware, but I thought I'd just share it in case you hadn't and might want to share with fellow listeners. One of them spent some time talking me through what to do one day when my daycare blew through my entire stash of 15 to 16 ounces on my my six-week-old on the first day of daycare, and I had only managed to pump 10 ounces that day. From having listened to your show, I was pretty sure that was an awful lot in eight hours. And talking through my specific situation with a lactation consultant further was so helpful. The website with the information on the hotline, and she sent me the the website, which I'm going to put in our show notes. And she said, thank you again for all the info and education. And I went to the website myself. This is fantastic. So I'm so glad that she sent this to us because it is a great resource that I definitely wanted to make sure we shared with our listeners. They've got, you can do phone or text. It's completely free. It's 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. You don't have to be in Oklahoma to use it. And they also have Spanish speaking. So it is a, it's a great resource and I'm so thankful for her for sharing it because I think this could really help a lot of people. So I'm going to put this in the show notes so that everybody can have access to the website if you want it and get the phone number if you you know have interest. And and there you go. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. We appreciate it so much. That is really cool. Yeah, it's really cool. I think it's 24 hours a day too. So if you're up in the Holy middle of the moly. night. Yeah. I know. God bless those IBCLCs in the middle of the night that are taking those calls. Yeah. Because that's got to be really... I would think that would be when everything shoots up, you know, like there'd be a ton. People are up in the middle of the night. Why is my baby not going back to sleep? (laughs) So, so thank you so much for that. And we are going to talk today about how bottle feeding is different than breastfeeding because is it or is it not different? Well, it's totally different. It's totally different. Yeah. It's totally different. It's both are great. But they're different. And it's super cool how different they are. And like then you learn about all the science of like breast milk and what's going on with your baby while they're breastfeeding or they're bottle feeding. Just like 
with their mouths and bodies and what I always heard here and I still hear even from people that I feel like should probably know better um, that bottle feeding is easier. Everybody oh, says that. Yeah. Oh, right, right. Bottle right. feeding is easier than breastfeeding. So babies, that's why there's nipple confusion because bottle feeding is easier than breastfeeding. Bottle feeding is absolutely not easier than breastfeeding. It's easier for us. And I think maybe that's where the confusion comes in. Cause when I was, I mean, I've done um, research on this in the past, but I was, I was pulling up some more research on it uh, when I was preparing for this, but I just kept thinking that like, okay, bottle feeding is easier for us. So maybe we think it's easier for the baby too. But I think because we don't know what is going on with the baby when we are bottle feeding, that that's why we think it's easier. And it really isn't easier for them at all. And that's what we I definitely wanted to talk about so that people know, okay, this is it is not easier for my baby to take a bottle. Or their ba- or the people say like they prefer the bottle. Yeah. You know, they just come to prefer the bottle. I just don't know that that's... Over me. Yeah. And that's... I I just can't... I don't think babies would ever prefer a bottle over their mom, you know, over their their parent, because it's just... There's so much connection there. And a bottle is so... I don't know. Like, what's the word I'm looking for? It's just not, you know... it's not, it's not you. as comforting. It's, yeah, it's, it's it's just not as comforting. So it, babies definitely do not prefer the bottle. They don't know the like what bottles are. Mm-mm. They're not like, hmm, yeah. This is better. This is great. I just like this better. Like all they know is to be calm when they're by you and to... That's all. They don't like think consciously about this. This is just instinctual for them. Yeah. So we're going to delve into some of the reason why bottle feeding is harder than breastfeeding. One of the th- reasons why we talk about why it looks easier, I should say, is the whole suck reflex. And I know we've talked about this before on the podcast, but babies, newborn babies for about the first three months, their suck reflex is involuntary. So if you put the bottle in their mouth, they are going to suck on it, which is going to give them milk which is going to make them have to swallow, which is going to give them more milk. And it's just that connection of reflex, which makes it look like they are so easily taking this bottle. So they must have been starving. They must really want it. Um, We have that whole idea behind us as well that, you know, babies don't eat if they don't want to. Um, that is, you know, I hear that all the time still too. Oh, you know, they don't, babies won't overfeed and babies don't eat if they... They will absolutely at that age as a newborn, if you overfeed them by bottle, they're going to take it. Like they don't know how to not take the bottle if you've got it in their mouth and they're sucking on it. Right. Which is why, which is why babies are constantly overfeeding and why your caregivers are constantly overfeeding your baby and telling you that the baby is still hungry and that you don't have enough milk for your baby. Mm -hmm. Just like in that review. Same exact thing. Yeah, exactly. Same thing. But that is one of the reasons why that happens is because of that reflex that suck reflex being involuntary. That is one of the reasons why it looks so easy, but it's really, it's really not. So one of the things that happens with babies is that they use a lot of muscles to breastfeed and the muscles that they use to breastfeed are really, really important to the natural evolution of their face and their mouth and their teeth and basically their overall oral facial development. So they're using all of those muscles 
to breastfeed, whereas they really don't need all those muscles to bottle feed. So that's another reason why people say, oh yeah, bottle feeding is so much easier for them because they're not using as many muscles. But it's actually very important for them to use those muscles because then it's going to help develop their facial structure as well. The masseter muscle, and that's the muscle that supports the up and down movement of the jaw. So that's like your chewing muscle. That's a really important muscle which facilitates jaw growth and positioning. And bottle feeding actually reduces the activity of this masseter muscle and reduces that jaw movement and can also cause like the tongue to retract backwards because they're not using those muscles that they need to, to encourage this growth and development. So it's, it is important. So yes, it might be like, oh my gosh, my baby's using so many muscles, so tiring, the bottle is so much easier for them. Let me give them that instead. But actually like they need to work those muscles. That's a really important piece of this. And that's why breastfeeding is one of the reasons why, like, it's one of those cool um, little benefits that we don't talk about, right? Like when we talk about, we talk about all the benefits that go along with nursing your baby, we are all the health benefits and the bonding and uh, and all this stuff. And all of that stuff is great. But when we think about like the physiological benefit that your baby gets from this and how it actually develops their muscles and their face and their jaw and their teeth, it's a, it's kind of a big deal. It is. And it's like, it's not even, I mean, you know, because there's sometimes in the breastfeeding world, they're like, you know, there are no benefits to breastfeeding because breastfeeding is the norm. Like that is the baseline. You know, they're wired to do this. And anything else is actually like a, I don't want to say, detriment sounds so, (laughs) sounds so serious because obviously like people that are bottle feeding, their babies are fine but like you know a benefit is kind of like an extra thing like you're you're getting like your baby is getting this extra work on their face and this extra working these muscles and extra face it's not extra <laughs> that's like you know what i mean like that's yeah. the baseline this is like how how people develop this is how humans develop this is how this is when we say this is like you know they're wired to do this like they literally like this is you know emotionally and psychologically and for their immune system and for their entire development, even of the structure of their body, like breastfeeding is so much a part of their development that it's in, it's insane. Like that you can't really find anything that breastfeeding isn't tied to. Right. There was like years ago when I first started in this field, um, well, maybe it was, I don't know, it was years and years ago. There was a dentist that was, he was pretty popular, like did a lot of research in the in the world of um, breastfeeding and how it like developed the facial muscles and the teeth. And mm-hmm. he was, he was really um, pretty fascinating, some of the work that he did. And he came here to Rochester to do a conference once. And it was kind of cool. I got to like me and one of the other lactation consultants that I worked with, we picked him up at the airport and stuff like that. And it was kind of cool to like pick his brain a little bit here and there. And I remember he was like, he was talking about how different it was for like jaw development to breastfeed over bottle feed. And he like looked at my face and he goes, if you had been breastfed, you would, you would have been way prettier. Oh my he's god! Not, and it wasn't like a, a like a, a. He might not have said it like that, but it was more like you could tell, like because it because it didn't. Uh, my face didn't get the structure and the development that it needed to get from breastfeeding. 
So like my jaw probably would have been different. Like, I don't even know how to explain it, but it was something like that. Like you would have been more, tra- you know, like kind of a thing. And um, it was just like, oh, I don't even oh think I took God. a punch at it. I think I was just like, oh, he called me pretty. Maybe I don't know you what could I just thought. say different. Like you're, yeah, you're probably face, you would yeah. have grown up with a slightly different looking face because your facial development <laughs> would have been different. Like you would have been prettier. God. I think it was something more attractive or prettier. or Yeah, it was something oh. like that. It was something like that for sure. But it was kind of a, Cool to hear it from somebody else who was a professional in the realm of jaw development and teeth and facial structure. So it was kind of, I mean, it was definitely interesting. But one of the, one of the things that I think is very cool that once we get past that stuff is the breathing. And this is where we do not, this is what we don't think about when it comes to bottle feeding versus breastfeeding Mm -hmm. that physiologically babies, the breathing between bottle feeding and breastfeeding is very different. And they have done research on this and it has been very telling how different it is. So one of the, there's a couple of different studies that I have about this, but one of the studies says that one key difference between breastfeeding and bottle feeding is oxygen saturation. And oxygen saturation is the amount of oxygen carried by the red blood cells. And previous studies have constantly, or consistently, I'm sorry, have consistently demonstrated that breastfed babies have higher oxygen saturation than bottle fed babies. A frequently cited explanation for this difference is that bottle feeding may promote a higher rate of swallowing and in turn, more frequent interruptions of breathing. So what basically they're saying is physiologically, babies, it is easier for them to breastfeed because they can control their breathing better. They're not having the interruptions. The interruptions in their breathing patterns are a natural disruption of their breathing. And when they're bottle feeding, that is not what is happening for them. They have more interruptions in their breathing, which is causing lower oxygen saturation. That's kind of important. Yeah, that is important. And I feel like that ties into like paste bottle feeding. Yes, absolutely. Because because paste bottle feeding is like you're trying what you're doing when you're doing paste bottle feeding, which is if you haven't heard that episode, please listen to it. And I've done like Facebook videos and stuff on it. Actually, did I do? I was going to do the demo and I I don't know if I did. (laughs) I'll I'll see if I did. Um, But uh, you are keeping your baby upright and you're keeping the bottle horizontal. And the baby is actually using more of those facial muscles, muscles and working harder to get the, the, um, the milk out of the bottle. Because when you hold a baby, we see on TV and, you know, nobody teaches you how to bottle feed. When you, so you just do what you see on TV, which is lay the baby on, the, on their back in your arms and then stick the bottle in their mouth. Mm-hmm. And then here comes all this milk flying out. And of course, they're going to have difficulty breathing. Yeah. Like, think about it if you're like chugging when you're chugging a drink. Like, you're, you're like, uh, it's harder uh, yeah. to like, because you, you got to do it all at the same time. You got to drink and swallow and breathe and all at the same time. And that's hard to do when it's coming pouring in really fast. And the pace bottle feeding gives them more control over the speed that is coming into their mouth. And the other thing that goes along with it here, the same study, which, you know, I'll link the studies and everything if you want to nerd out on that kind of stuff like I like to. 
also says, we hypothesize that during periods of higher oxygenation, the coordination of sucking, swallowing, and breathing would be more stable than during periods of lower oxygenation. The variability of swallowing relative to breathing would be greater. So they're even saying it kind of flows together. So the breastfeeding is easier for them to breathe. It's easier for them to have those breathing breaks, which causes higher oxygenation, which leads to more coordinated suck, swallow, breathe. So it all kind of like feeds off of each other. But when they're bottle feeding, it is almost like I, I, I imagine it is almost like a, a constant struggle almost like we like said so they, they're taking it down. So we're going, oh, this is so much easier for them. But physiologically, their body is not meant to do that. Their body is meant to breastfeed. So they have to figure out, their little bodies have to figure out how to manage suck, swallow, and breathing with a bottle, which is very different than them doing that at the breast. So let's do our, let's do our ads and then we'll talk more about it because I got more stuff to tell you. All right. We'll be right back. Today's episode is brought to you by Fairhaven Health. Leaking can be a constant struggle that some parents deal with, especially in those early months. Leaking through your shirt is not another hassle you want to be dealing with. And those disposable nursing pads add up in cost and garbage and work about as well as the time I rolled up toilet paper and stuck it in my bra. The Milky Softies nursing pads are designed to keep you dry and comfortable. These pads are three layers, a natural fiber layer against your skin that wicks moisture away, and it's soft enough to wear even with sore nipples. Then an inner ultra absorbent layer, and finally a microbe leak resistant layer on the outside. The Milky Softies nursing pad is contoured to your body so that it doesn't look or feel bulky in your bra. The box comes with three pairs of these reusable and machine washable nursing pads. Check out Milky's Softies nursing pads at fairhavenhealth.com. That's F A I R H A V E N health.com and use code BADASS for 15% off of your purchase. And today's episode is also brought to you by Cake Maternity. Cake Maternity is a nursing bra specialist, is passionate about breastfeeding and the many benefits it offers for parent, baby, and the environment. Breastfeeding, while natural, doesn't always come naturally to everyone, which is why they made it made it their mission to empower breastfeeders as they mindfully navigate the world of parenthood and help make breastfeeding easier through experience-driven innovation. Cake Maternity stocks one of the largest ranges of maternity and nursing bras, which include seamless, sleep, flexible wired, non-wired, sports, padded, plunge, t-shirt, and fuller busted bras in sizes ranging from 30A to 42K. With 13 years of experience under their belt, Cake Maternity is renowned for their quality fit and support. Cake has you covered for your maternity and nursing bra needs. Head to Cake Maternity and use code BADASS15 for 15% off of your purchase. And uh, these sponsors and their promo codes can be found in our show notes under this episode at badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com. Our show notes will also include further information about things we talk about in this episode. And at badassbreastfeedingpodcast.com, you will also find our breastfeeding resources, all of our other episodes, and information about scheduling your very own one-on-one online lactation consultation with Diane. So 
Let's go on with this here. So while breastfeeding, breathing is combined with sucking and swallowing, usually happening in bursts. And we see that happen, right? When we're breastfeeding, we know our baby is like, we know they're breathing. We know they're sucking, swallowing, breathing. They'll stop to breathe. They'll, you know, do the, they make it all work together. Mm -hmm. This action helps infants manipulate breathing patterns to control and accommodate breathing. Sucking during bottle feeding can interrupt breathing more frequently and for a longer duration of time which where we were getting that lower oxygen saturation. Breastfeeding also promotes the infant's ability to breathe through the nose, which e- aids in heating and filtering air before reaching the lungs. Moreover, air coming in through the nose puts additional pressure on the palate, which is encourages and accompanies general growth of the facial muscles. Creating a vacuum is necessary in both breast and bottle feeding so that sucking and swallowing can occur. When feeding by bottle, reduced vacuum application was noted. Weaker suck and decreased vacuum may make it more difficult for a newborn to transfer milk efficiently when back to the breast. So that's kind of where we're talking about like, oh, the the nipple confusion. Mm. It's more of like they're they're doing something different when they're at the bottle and then it's hard for them to go back to the way it was at the breast. You know, like it's not mm-hmm. like they're preferring the bottle. They're just having a hard time bouncing back and forth between the two because that's a, they have to do different things. And right. that's a lot of, that's a lot of coordination and difficulty on a new little baby that just got in the world. Yeah. Which so is that, another reason why we delay bottle feeding. If we're going to be bottle feeding and need to bottle feeding, delay it as much as possible and use paste bottle feeding. Yes. Because paste bottle feeding is supposed to, of course, it, nothing can mimic breastfeeding, but it is supposed to help them be using, you know, doing a sucking behavior that is a more similar, at least a little bit more similar than flat on their backs. Yeah, and it so helps them they control can, it a little better. Right, so that they can more easily go back and forth. Absolutely. Um, I mean, we know... Everybody, like nobody is arguing, nobody here on this podcast today is saying, don't ever give your baby a bottle because it's horrible for them. Like, no, that is not realistic even a little bit. No, I mean, you have to give a bottle, especially if you're going back to work or if you just want to, or if you're using formula. I mean, like that comes in a bottle. Right. It's just cool stuff. And that's why we keep talking about, it's why I keep bringing up paste bottle feeding, because if you're going to bottle feed, that's the way to go. I think even if you're not, if you're doing any kind of, even if you're, only completely bottle feeding. Paste bottle feeding is well, definitely right. the way to go. You We're not saying to. this is doing... only because you're breastfeeding with bottle right, right, feeding. Right, right, right. No, any kind of, yes. And if you're using, paste bottle feeding is the way to bottle feed. They just don't teach you that. Mm-mm. There's nobody says anything in the hospital like, oh, you know, here, because they're all about supplementing in the hospital, but they're yeah. never like, oh, here, this is how you actually give a bottle. Nobody ever says that. No, they never They're just do. like, here's the bottle, here, supplement. Okay, like that happens. It happened to me and it happens to a lot of people. But then if you're going to use that bottle, nobody teaches you how to do it. One of the other things that comes up quite a bit since you mentioned the hospital, I definitely want to bring this up because I would see this all the time when I worked in the hospital setting. And I still I still see it in different situations, um, like when people come out of the hospital and you know, kind of reiterate what their story is to me, where they say, especially when it's a preterm infant, bottle feeding is less stressful on the baby and burns less calories. So that's what we're going to, that's why we're doing it. That is not the case. That is not the case. And they do. We're going to talk here in um, research that was specifically done with preterm infants. 
was noted in several studies that breastfeeding actually exerts less energy from the baby. They examined preterm babies feeding both at the breast and at the bottle. Oxygen saturation, temperature, heart rate, and respiration rate were higher when breastfeeding as opposed to bottle feeding. Apnea and oxygen desaturation was noted during bottle feeds, but not during feeds at the breast. That tells us that breastfeeding is physiologically ideal for babies. Mm -hmm. It is not that, oh, this is so hard for them. We shouldn't have them do this because it's going to burn more energy and take away from the baby. That is not what's happening. That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't. We wouldn't, again, like to, we would not be, we would not exist as humans if breastfeeding was somehow detrimental to a baby. If it was somehow harmful, if it was like, you know, oh, well, I, you know, if it was causing some kind of harm, that's not how it works. So like on the surface, you know, we, we've got a bottle, we give it to the baby, they take it very easily because that suck reflex is involuntary, because they're not using the same kind of muscle structure as they would if they were breastfeeding. We just automatically think it's easier. Well, and, and also, it really isn't. Well, that's what happens in a, in a culture where bottle feeding is the norm. Right. Is that we just think, we think, you know, we, we're, we're sort of conditioned in this way where we just believe that this is easier. This is the way to go. Breastfeeding is harder. Breastfeeding is a little something extra. You got to be a little extra special to make that work. You know, not all babies go for that. Um, not all babies can do it. We right. hear that a no, lot too. That, not yeah, all babies hear can that do a lot. that. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, it doesn't make any sense if you take like an evolutionary perspective of all of this like just step back for a minute and just look at you know evolution of mammals it is not hard it's not there's not a better way no no not not at all um this one study that I did find um, really kind of keeps going back to that oxygen saturation and keeps saying that, you know, research suggests that alterations in blood oxygen levels are due to decreased ventilation, which may be due to airway closure associated with swallowing and decreased ventilatory effort. That is that increased swallowing, more swallowing, more swallowing that they're getting with with bottle feeding, which is cutting off their, um, their breathing a little bit more. The higher oxygen levels have been consistently observed during breastfeeding and may be due to more coordinated sucking, swallowing, and breathing compared with bottle feeding. They're also saying, too, is um, one possible consequence of this increased swallowing is that infants who swallow more frequently accumulate air in the stomach, which may cause post-feeding gastric upset. So we always know that bottle feeding causes more gassiness in babies, like we, which is another reason why we say pace bottle feed. That all goes back to the pace bottle feeding and that which goes back, pace bottle feeding goes back to mimicking the breastfeeding. So it's all like we know, I think like logically as a society, we know that breastfeeding is easier for these babies to do because it's instinctively what they know how to do. But for some reason, like we get into this bottle feeding culture and we're like, oh, the bottles are just easier for them. But we're like, it's it's not. It's just not easier for them to do. But when you have medical professionals that are telling you, like the the situation I was just talking about here with the preterm infants, I remember being in the hospital and, and hearing them say that and thinking, I don't think that's right, but she's a nurse, so she must know. She's a nurse who works with preterm infants, so they must know, right? They yeah, must know. Right. 
And I, so I would never say anything about it. Cause I'd be like, I don't, and I remember talking to uh, one of the, um, she was like one of the top instructors in, in some of the lactation courses that I took mm-hmm. talking about that and being like, is it really easier for babies? Like, is it really burning? Not easier, but is it really burning so much energy for them to breastfeed? Like, is that true when they say babies are losing too much weight breastfeeding? So they have to give them a bottle, those little preterm babies. And she was like, no, that's not, no, that's not a thing. But it really, like, it was something that I had a lot of confusion over because I was like, but this is what they say in the special care nurseries that is they're burning too much energy breastfeeding. So they have to give them bottles. But when you look at the research, that is not the case. Physiologically, their bodies are doing what they're supposed to do when they're at the breast. Plus they're skin to skin with mom. They're, we know that those respirations are, are more controlled. Their breathing is more controlled. Their body temperature is more controlled. But instead, they're, what they're saying is take the baby away from the parent, swaddle them, and give them a bottle. And that is better for them. That is easier on them. So that's what we do. Yeah. And again, it all just comes down to this, like, it, bottle feeding is normal. And we just think that that's easier and that's that's ideal. Mm-hmm. And there are... No, you thought you we were almost to the end of the episode and you thought you were going to get out of this without hearing about capitalism. <laughs> and uh, you, you were sorely mistaken because there are entities that benefit from bottle feeding being normal and mm-hmm. for us having all of this misinformation. Oh, yeah, no, breastfeeding is too hard, you know, for some babies. No, you know, bottle feeding is easier. If your baby is struggling, you know, try this bottle. Bottle feeding will be easier for you to do. It's easier for you as a parent. It is not easier. Is it? So I think so. My my opinion on it, sort of, is that in the beginning when people are struggling with breastfeeding, that they feel like bottle feeding is easier. Oh, right. Because, because we don't have the information to exactly try to make this. Yeah, because because bottle feeding is normal and breastfeeding is right. not. So, so we have the other all people, the information that we need in order to make bottle feeding easier. I mean, you know, to make bottle feeding work, it's just like, oh, yeah, we'll just default to that because I'm I'm so going against the grain here by trying to breastfeed. And, you know, other people can do it for you and you're not, you know, tied to anything. And it's just it doesn't hurt. It's, you know, Mm -hmm. it is easier to do it. You can measure what's going in there. So, you know, what's there anxiety wise. It's a better because you don't have to worry about what the baby's getting. And we hear that a lot too, don't we? Just pump so we can see what the baby's getting. Right. Pump and put it in a bottle so we can see what the baby's getting. Screw the fact that the baby doesn't do well with the bottle. Right. We just need to know the exact amount that's going in there. Right. So that is, you know, everybody, it, it is not, but overall, once once we get under control with breastfeeding, once we get support, we get help, we get educated about it and you're in a groove I don't think you're going to find a a nursing parent that's going to tell you bottle feeding is easier once they get into a good groove with nursing. Yeah. Once they get past all that newborn crap. Which, yeah, which takes time, which, yeah, yeah. it definitely takes time, but it's, you're not, one of them is going to tell you that bottle feeding is easier. I mean, I don't think I've ever met anybody that said, oh yeah, you know, my six month old, I'd rather be feeding by bottle because it's so much easier. No way. Running around the house in the middle of the night getting bottles? No. That's not easier. But for and if you ask your baby, which you know we can't do, but 
Right. I was going to say, because we just think, again, we think that because the baby is swallowing, that they were hungry and because they passed out from, you know, being overfed, that they were finally, you know, comforted and satisfied. But they can't be like, oh, my God, (laughs) it's coming too fast. I can't stop. You know, I need to stop swallowing so I can breathe better. But they can't say that. And then they can't be like, oh, my God, I'm so full. Mm -hmm. I'm falling asleep. I can't stay awake. Crazy. Yeah. If And if you've ever like, and I have seen this and I don't know if you ever have, but I have seen where parents are giving bottles to babies that are really struggling with it. And they're the look on their face, like the baby, like their eyes get really big and they just kind of like get like, like they're <laughs> almost oh panicking. <laughs> like you can tell yeah. that they're like panicking that this fluid is just flying into them and they just can't control it. It is absolutely a look of, oh my God. Like I remember seeing the same look on my kid's face when they were like, going too fast on their bike and didn't know what to do. <laughs> you know, like it's the same kind of like, oh my God, what do I do? And they can't control it. And they're like drowning in it, you yeah. know? And it is real. And I'd be like, okay, you take the bottle out because parents are like, oh, wait, no, they're super hungry. I have to keep, you know, look at them sucking it down. Yeah. It's like, oh my, take the bottle out. No, doesn't. Yeah. I know. And it's goes, because you've said this before too, and it comes down to the fact that, as well is that we don't understand newborn behavior. Right. You know, we don't understand like that babies are fussy, not always because they're not usually because they're hungry. And, you know, we don't understand that they don't can't help it to swallow. You know, we just don't know these things. Right. Absolutely. Um, It is. It is really. So when we talk about like, you know, kind of wrapping it up, the the bottles, it is harder for babies. It is not easier for babies to take bottles. It might look like it to you. It is absolutely not that way. Physiological, and this is the stuff we can't see. We can't like, you know, breastfeed and go, oh, I can totally see that my baby's, you know, oxygen saturation levels are, you know, much higher right now. Like nobody's, you can't tell that. Right. This is the physiological stuff that goes on behind the scenes. But this is why we have the research. And like all the research points to the direction of this is much easier for babies because, and that is, and really, I don't even know why we need research to tell us this, because physiologically and naturally, we know that instinctively, this is what babies do. That's what we're always told. Babies instinctively breastfeed. And when people say, oh, well, you know, they just, some babies just don't do it. It's not by their choice. Instinctively, this is what they know how to do. But babies that don't go back and forth well between bottle and breast, they're having probably having a coordination issue, which is making it hard for them to do that. So they tend to pick one thing, which is going to default to breastfeeding, if given the choice. So if your baby is, you know, if you give a bottle to your baby and then they only take bottle and you're like, oh, they're preferring the bottle, there's nipple confusion here, all this stuff. That is, try not to fall into that trap because there's a lot that we need to look at there. It very well could be that your baby's just not coordinating well and not able to go back and forth well. It could be that you're overfeeding by bottle yeah, and then trying right. to breastfeed and the baby's like, dude, I'm full. Mm-hmm. They control breastfeeding much, much better for themselves. So if they don't want to go onto the breast and eat, they're not going to if they've already had a bottle with too much fluid in it, too much food. So there's a lot of things to consider instead of just kind of like, oh, it's a wrap. The baby had a bottle. Now they're never going to breastfeed again. That's not the case. And it shouldn't be. We should never just write it off like that. Yeah. 
I don't know. I, cause I was bottle feeding Jack. I don't remember him having a hard time going back and forth, but I had no idea like what I was doing and everything was terrible. <laughs> so I don't know, <laughs> yeah. but, but eventually, yeah, we, we stopped using the bottle and, um, you know, we're able to exclusively breastfeed, but you know, a, a lot of people can't, um, exclusively breastfeed because they're working or because they're, um, and I mean, pumping milk and putting it into a bottle, I would still, yeah, I would still, still they still consider that they're getting yeah. exclusive breast milk. And you know, that's, you know, you have to then just learn how to use the bottle. And then the hardest thing too, is teaching other people how to use it. Oh yeah. Is working with, you know, your caregivers to, 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 um, get them to understand pace bottle feeding. And if you're dealing with a daycare, oh, they have zero interest in, they don't even yeah. care. Yeah. No, that's really hard to do. But I cannot imagine, like, if I was having a baby right now, the information is so confusing because you have people in the in the breastfeeding world saying, don't give a bottle, don't give a bottle. It's going to confuse your baby. They'll get nipple confusion. You have to wait a certain amount of weeks. You have to wait and, you know, don't do it. And then if your baby, you have your baby, say they're premature, say they're, you know, they have to stay in the hospital a little longer. Maybe they have jaundice. Maybe they're not latching well. You know, maybe you're sick after you have the baby and you're not able to put the baby to breast right away and they're given a bottle. And then I can't imagine how they must be freaking out going, oh my gosh, how am I going to, is the baby still going to breastfeed? I don't know. Like there is so much confusing information. Yeah, that was exactly what it was with me. I was like, yeah. I'm going to breastfeed. They're like, okay, cool. Yeah, you're going to breastfeed. And then it was like, well, actually, you're going to need to give a bottle too. And I'm like, wait a minute. No, I don't want to do that. Well, your baby's hungry. Your baby's starving. They're crying, see? And then <laughs> you're giving a bottle. And then you're like, wait a minute, wait a minute. What do I do? And then right. they're just like, yeah, yeah, it's okay. It's okay. Your milk will come in and then it'll be fine. Huh? And you're it's just totally lost. So confusing. And that's what happens day in and day out when mm -hmm. you're in the hospital with people giving birth there. It is really hard to just like close out a lot of that information, but try, you know, like it, it is really hard. It is really hard to just kind of like focus on what you want. Well, but yeah. And going into it, having information and having, you know, maybe a lactation consultant that you can call and you can be like, no, this is, you know, this is what we're doing. Yeah. And they'll, you know, they'll help you talk through the rest. And just keep in mind that if you are in a situation like that in the hospital or or your first few days home, maybe the baby's not feeding well, maybe, you know, whatever the situation is, and you do have to give some bottles, just remember that is not the end of the world. Remember, paste bottle feeding is really important to do. Remember, your baby will, you know, can still breastfeed. Do not feel like you can never go back to breastfeeding again. But what I don't want anybody thinking is the baby likes the bottle better because it's easier. That is what we're trying to get away from yeah. here. We do not want anybody thinking that the baby prefers the bottle because it's easier for them because it really, science tells us it is not easier for them. And that's really the bottom line. Yeah. Well, thank you, Diane. Wow. You're welcome. And I will link all this stuff too. So everybody can like, if you want to read the research and stuff, actually the one, there's one research study that I was kind of reading out of here. Um, they actually look at, I think it was a study, a couple of different bottle. They they did the study with like using breastfeeding and then two different bottles, like two very different bottles. Oh. And even the bottles showed very different results too. So it's really kind of interesting if oh. people want to look and be like, oh, you know, trying to find a bottle that's kind of like breastfeeding, which I really, 
I personally think, and this is going by no science whatsoever, <laughs> that it doesn't matter the bottle. It matters more the pace bottle feeding. Right. But pace bottle feeding, slow flow nipple. And yeah. That's kind of where that's I am. What with I it. wonder if this research, though, it's like, are they, were they using pace bottle feeding or are they using, you know, they don't. Yeah, it doesn't really. They don't I specify yeah, really, because, no. you know, and then so then that's an interesting, that would be interesting to know too. Yeah. But I think maybe one of the bottles just flowed maybe a little bit slower because they said that it was better. Like the baby had better results yeah, with this slow, specific slow bottle. Yeah, the nipple is definitely important for mm-hmm. pace bottle feeding. Yeah. Absolutely. And it all comes back to helping them control their swallow. Yeah. Because that is really important. So I'll link it. And if anybody wants to read it, they can. It's very fun. All right. And we'll put a little demo of um, pace bottle feeding in there. Yes. Abby, I'll dig that out for I'll us. Do it. I'll, I'll get it. I got you. I know. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thank you. Bye. Bye.